Peace. Yo. Peace. What's going on? Any good? Yo, both y'all get there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. You get me? Yeah, yeah, morning, I got you. Good evening. Yo, what's Peace. good? Good to hear you, man. Good, man. good to hear both y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Indeed. What time is it where you at? Uh, I'm in uh, the A, so I'm in the same time as you. Okay. Yeah, it's 9.40 over here in uh, Ikebuka, though. Oh man. Okay, this is perfect. This is perfect. Word up. Yeah, we got um Elo Kush here. One half of the Fly Emperor. Yo, is the Fly Emperor also like a, a group name or just a project name? Just a project name. Something that came up with. We like to uh <clears throat> Buddha Monk and I constructed the the idea of start, you know, to work together. Thought that was a thought that was a, a good moniker to have, you know. Bet. So labeled that. Yes, yes, and of course, um, uh, mega late show, late checking in. Got Indeed, my... I'm mega. Yes, Indeed. good and, morning. Uh, uh, we're we're just going straight into it late. That's that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. That's how I've been rocking I, I, it. <laughs> Right on. Yeah, I, I apologize. I'm a little bit fuzzy headed over here. I've been going through my little health issues or whatever, but uh, you know, I'm good. Hope all is well, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, you know, just a, a whole battery of uh, a tests is going on, and and all of them are coming back negative. In fact, they're coming back that I'm super healthy, but there's still some type of mystery ailment that's going on. It's just giving me wild headaches. I, I, I'm I'm starting to think that I got coronavirus and and uh, you know it's just taking a long time to shake the whole thing, but mm. but yeah I'm good, and uh, I'm quite happy to to uh, be talking to you again. I was I was hoping to see you here, uh, in Japan again at some point, but you know with the coronavirus I guess it's to be expected that uh, that's been postponed. Yeah, I mean, uh, first you know hope you know willing that your health gets better. Um, Thank you. And yeah, man, you know. <clears throat> Counted a lot, you know. We had flying for two ready. We got some tour dates over there coming. You know, I was coming to the show over there to see y'all. Had a couple things going on that was supposed to be moving in a certain favor towards, you know, getting on stage. And I was looking forward to my second go around over there. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it just wasn't written in the in the cards and the stars right now. So instead of just sitting on the music and you know, music never gets dated, but. As a creative, you, you try to, uh, you know, you try to nurture each project that you have and give it its proper time. At the same time, you know, you're always creating consistently and constantly, you know, especially speaking for myself. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to overlap Fly Emperor 2 with some 2021 thoughts and then come back to Fly Emperor and it's like, right. sound totally different. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. So, because, you know, Flying for Two has been done since, hell, we started that one. When was the last? I was over there, what, 2018, 2017, I think? Yeah, I remember must, you saying. Must have been at least 18. Yeah, during right? our sit down so that you were, uh, exactly. you had just started. Yeah. Exactly. So we, we were, we were cultivating Flying for One and Flying for Two was recorded in Shinjuku, most of it, some of it. And, uh. Okay. 
So, you know, that's how long ago it's been ready. With a few little touch-ups here and there. So, you know, I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't being held any longer. If we can't be on stage at any point, at least I can give the music to the people over there and make sure that they're great, you know, like they can hear the creativity in some form or fashion. Right. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that more in detail because um, uh, for those who aren't aware, we had uh, Elo Kush and Buddha Monk on and John Robinson early, early, episode 13, like way back 2018. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was that early, too, uh, episode 13. That's kind of crazy to think about. But um, we're, we we are at like we're at we've we've done over two hundred episodes if you count all the content. But officially, we're at like wow. thirty two now. So, wow! Congratulations, y'all. Oh, uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, you guys were a big, you guys were a big part of um, you know, us, us feeling really dope about getting started on it because, you know, of course, you and your long career. But Buddha Monk is a legendary figure out here, and we all know. You know, John Robinson has also been uh, a big part of the culture. So thank you all uh, for for joining us then. But also on the new Fly Emperor, you guys gave us a shout out too. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was crazy. Authent- Authenticity is real, man. I mean, I mean, it really felt, you know, really didn't feel alien out there when we was with, you know, at all. But definitely, I felt at home at on the show over there. You know, just the camaraderie, just just you know, just the flow of everything. It wasn't anything artificial or forced. It was like, yo, people's there, we chilling, you know, great questions, great answers, and great studio. You know, it was just a great experience. I've never forgotten that. I saw all my people on this side of the planet, like, yo, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, man. If you think it, you say it, you got to do it, and it's possible. Mm-hmm. Around the globe, it's possible. We got, and it's, it's good to know that, look, because of a trip or something I wrote, I went across on that side of the globe and I got peoples on that side. And I touched down on that side that, you know, it's all love. Bet. Indeed. Yo, so um, can you can you touch on exactly how much of Fly Emperor 2 has been uh, worked on or tweaked since you started uh, from your first trip in 2018? Um... Well, I'll tell you, the song Ichiban Ilo was recorded, and Land Bridges was recorded in over there, definitely. Cool. That was recorded there. Um, That's one of my I favorite that, tracks, actually, with a yeah uh, Isugi on it. Yeah. Yeah, Land Bridges. Yeah, like we we did that because of um, I mean, we had time in between the next show, and it was you know. I'm not really I'm into sightseeing but if I'm at work I'm at work you know so I wanted to just create I was charged off of being there I was charged off of people I was charged off of culture I was just charged off of the experience and I was like you know what let me translate this energy into a song in some form or fashion and that's how I felt I felt like I was at the top of my self at that moment you know maybe not at the at the top of my uh, musical career but just at my as myself as a as an accomplishment this is number one for me right now learning to live and experience in the moment so that's why i named the song itchy bond elo you know that's how i felt number one mm-hmm. word um well yeah uh what are some 
other parts of the project that um, you feel are, you know, a growth or a growth on the first part, the OG Fly Emperor, since, you know, you actually got to chop it up with Buddha in person, you've experienced Japan. Like, uh, what, what's the growth between the two projects, you feel? Um, for me, I would say more of knowing actually the relationship with Buddha is way tighter. Therefore, I feel like he understands. You know, the first time we did music together, it was, it was, it was good. You know, it was real good to me. But we didn't really know each other. We knew each other for five minutes before I got there. You know, before, I mean, he actually left. And then we knew each other through email. This go around as I was there on tour and just, you know, being in person, laughing, you know, mm-hmm. you know, drinking or whatever, just, just experiencing things. It translates into, okay, before the partnership, you know, introduced me to his family and that was mega for me, you know? So I was like, all right. So on Flying for Two, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't alien to me, you know? It was more familiar because I felt like, you know, the beats he sent to me, he knew, he was like, oh yeah, do this one. He did a lot more. Uh, he took the, he took the reins a lot more on this one, you know? He just uh, gave me the canvas to paint and he put it together <clears throat> with the, with the, with the, with the great technique, you know, like, as you know, this one is shorter than the first line. And yeah, just the like reason why we did bit, that, yeah. yeah, the reason why we did that, it was, it was purposeful because He's like, let's just hit them with things that matter. That's how I felt in creativity at that time. Anything it needs to be stretched, you know, because we still have some songs left over for the next one, you know, or dope. to start the next one that we did. Very dope. Yeah, man, I, I really, uh, I really enjoyed the project. Uh, I actually, maybe, I, maybe I like this one more than the first, but you know, both of them are quality projects. Uh, I, uh, I see you just so so busy all the time uh, there's a there's a feature uh one of the cats on here jabaton I- i'm not sure if that's mm-hmm. how to pronounce it is, is that right jabaton that's, yeah that's correct uh, yeah i've seen it you know you just released a, a track with him uh as well uh produced by another cat from oceanside which is where i grew up uh, right. and, and that's really that's really dope too man and also you had the the project with uh with jay rawls is it earlier this year or, or last year no, it was this year. I think it was this year I, re- I released it. Uh, this, um, let, let me see. Okay. So, yeah, that the name of that uh, release was called Valor. It was this year. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, that one's dope, too, man. I mean, that's Jay Rawls. I, I just, uh, you know, he, he's, a, he's an artist that I've followed since uh, he was with, like, the Lone Catalyst. And, and I was listening, you know, in, in the year 2000. And it's just dope to mm. see you connect with them. You're one of those. You're one of those artists who has been, you know, active in the culture for so long, um, and has just worked with like a plethora of of legends, so to speak. And it's dope to see that come out. Can you tell me a little bit more about that project with with Jay Rawls? Um, Rawls and I are good people to little side. You know what I'm saying? That's how our relationship built. Little side, y'all call him John Robson. Right. Mm-hmm. We um we connected on tour out in Cali where I you know where we had got a chance to get in touch with Buddha Monk. 
with DiBiase. It was just a whole, it's a whole list of things. But we were all together on tour out there for this. Uh, it's like a community experiment tour called Water the Plants, and we were out there with uh, Big Omar, who was spearheading the situation. And we were all in the same room, and I met, I met Count Bass, Jay Rawls for the first time, all at the same day. We were just, a, just a collective in this loft. We were just making music and shooting videos, man. It was a great experience. And, you know, at the side, you know, you know, after you, a couple of days, you start spending with people, you start to get really known, you know, in, in that pocket. Me and Ross kicked it, and we were talking about creativity and songs, and he was like, man, I got some beats for you, man. We need to go and do something. I was like, bet, you know. And, you know, we put that together slowly but surely, but we got it together the way we wanted it. And finally released it this year. And it was a great experience. You know, due to whatever was going on, that also ruined uh, what was supposed to happen with Raw. We were supposed to have album release parties in Ohio and in Jersey. And then New York. And then hit a couple spots in California for like a two-day, three-day tour. Like, you know, just two shows a day over there. But none of that manifested because of due to what's going on with the cold. So we just kept, you know, that was another, it's like the same scenarios flying through too, because um, we also had that project finished and for a while actually. And I was like, you know, in order for me to move forward, I have to let these two go. And, and that's what we did. Word. Yeah, well, I mean, it seems like you don't ever run out of uh, dope rhymes, man. So, you know, you could just keep releasing the music and then the next time you get a beat, write another dope verse. So. I'm glad I'm glad you put it out. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it, Jay Rawls has always been kind of an interesting figure for me in underground hip hop because not only was he really rocking with uh, a lot of the kind of emerging uh, underground MCs who were getting mainstream success like Quali and and Most Def, and he was also you know uh, rocking with some of the the strange underground cats from the west coast like dose one and and uh, mm. themselves with anticon which a lot of a lot of black artists weren't really associated with those acts back in the day except for like jay rawls so yeah man mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a dope it's a dope project valor um they just keep coming huh yeah man i'm, I'm very appreciative I'm glad y'all tapped and tuned in i wanted to put you know we had a you know thinking about doing vinyl and different situations for that i may circle back that's the great part of being an independent artist and owning your music and being able to uh do what you want with what you have at any given time without anyone's permission you know to do it so i may circle back and add another song into that project and release it with some shirts and stuff. i don't know i'm you know i gotta talk to raw but I, I i don't think that project got enough because i pump out music so fast I don't think it get it got its proper light as it should have, but it, I think it's a good project as well. Yeah, yeah, that's man. kind of an issue, right? Oh, go ahead, late. I don't mean to step on you. Oh no, I was just gonna say, yeah, you can these days digitally. I mean, you can just you know throw a track on at the end of your project and you know get another bump on the streaming and you know you can call it whatever you want this is the deluxe edition and then like you said you can start pressing up vinyl for that or whatever whatever mm -hmm. new promo Stop. cycle it, 
It's it's Thanks. interesting seeing how independent artists navigate that lane. You look at you look at like what Griselda's doing, and it seems like their approach is just you know saturating the market, like an album or a project that happens every month. And for some people, that's you know that they're going to miss a, a lot of those projects, and for others, they they write on it. So I guess you kind of just have to see your fan base and see how you know how they like you know getting your music and how often they're responding to it or if they're even paying attention absolutely i mean one of the key things for that science is that to you know one of the one of the, one of the key things for that science is like chaos once said to me you know you know you don't have to have 40 million fans man you know focus on the your diehard thousand or five thousand. Make sure they know where to get your music all the time, and those are the people who keep you alive because they'll buy you. They're buying whatever you have, anytime supporting you. You know, and that's what I, I you know, I'm trying to do. I have to identify my fan base, and I have to, you know, post it, make sure everything's growing. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah, you know, for 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 me. Uh... I'm, I'm more likely to purchase a project if I can get it in physical form these days. Uh, mm -hmm. Are you planning on releasing um, the Fly Emperor 2 uh, as a physical copy, with physical copies? Yeah, I mean, we, we pressed up physicals. It's available now. I have some physical oh, CDs uh, at uh, elokush.com. You can get that. Um, it's E-L-O-H-K-U-S-H.com. Um, but... Also, you know, for my peoples on that side of the globe, hit up Buddha Monk, man. Buddha Monk definitely has some physical copies out there. I just sent them some out there. So. Oh, bet. Yeah, oh, word. I didn't, I didn't realize that was a physical copy yet. You know, I, I love that yeah. artwork by, um, what's his name? Yohaku. Uh, yes, I'm glad you Yohaku said Yohaku Yoka. He, yeah, he, um, you know, he did, he was doing like a live painting at the show that y'all did at Jazzy Sport while you were performing here and Shimo Kitazawa mm -hmm. and uh, you know I follow him on Instagram and he's just got a really dope uh, art style that I think suits y'all's uh, the Fly Emperor projects well yeah I tried to you know salute to that bro because you know the actual painting that he was painting at the at the uh, release man he, he sent it to me I have it in my room okay. hanging on the wall man dope which 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 inspired Fly Emperor too you know like the cover I guess like damn, I need to do something like that. But he did. He's done all of our covers. He's done, uh, yeah. you know, anything with that type of. Over oh, on that side, he did uh, Land Bridges single cover. He did Fly Emperor, Fly Emperor Two. He even designed the Ebony Ronin project cover with myself and John Robinson. Oh, okay. yo, I'm glad you uh, mentioned that because I wanted to ask about that. Um, mm -hmm. Well, actually, I want to ask uh, like a over encapsulating question related to that uh the the fly emperor you know what i mean it's um some of the tracks have uh you know titles influence by japanese culture you know what i mean but it seems like ever since you've come to japan there's been a, a lot more of that in other uh, works of yours outside of even the Fly Emperor and even on Fly Emperor 2 there's like some more uh, even more those kind of tracks you know Japanese influences on them and you got the project with John Robinson Little Sai Ebony Ronin um, how do you feel well before you did this project or the first project 
um, how did you feel about, you know, Japan and the culture? Was was that, um, did you have any kind of uh, relation with it before then? And what's it like now after? How has that influenced your life? Um, being being well read and understanding our story, not just his story, but our story. Knowing uh, different facts that wasn't taught to us in school, we learned them outside of, you know, the American institution of school. So we were also very much aware of Yasuki. I hope I'm saying it correctly. But Yasuki is the first African samurai. You know, what I'm saying like who was yes. over there in Japan. Mm-hmm. So. He was he was heavy influence on everything that's occurring, you know, everything from starting the recording of this to the artwork to being able to go over there, you know, and try and sing like, wow, you know, this isn't foreign to me. None of none of the culture is, you know, I don't know it in and out to the T, but it's not foreign to me at all. Understanding, you know, integrity, some of the principles they have, integrity and uh, you know honor and uh, you know respect and just being a warrior you know also having culture period being a big part of their way of life because culture is your way of life and all of that is something that we apply to our cipher out here not just from them but being aware that we go over there too you know what I'm but we're never taught that in school so I try to give that same type of edutainment through my music, you know, and, and let them know about not necessarily just him, but just that we we've touched every part of the globe and with music, you know, what's the better way to, to touch every part of the globe globe is with through music. So it's the same science we try to emulate that. If that makes sense, you know? Word, yeah. yeah, indeed, man. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I think they're actually making a movie about him, or they were planning to uh, mm-hmm. soon. Wasn't um, well, I, a little tangent, but wasn't it supposed to be Chadwick Bosman that was uh, going to play him or something? Yo, I yeah, think it correct. was. Um, correct. Was it Chadwick? I thought it was. Uh, I'm not sure. Nah, it was, oh. him. It was Chadwick. Okay. <laughs> Word. I mean, rest in peace yeah. to rest in peace and to to Chadwick Bosman and and you know we're bringing up we're bringing up uh, John Robinson little side. I, I um also want to say you know rest in peace to Inspector Willoughby who passed away yeah, last man. year. Yeah, you, brother, you um, brother, you, yeah, you you um, I mean, you've had a close relationship with with John Robinson and Inspector Willoughby for at least the last twenty years. You were on a Signs of Life album. You know, back in the early 2000s, right? So, yes, sir. Sorry to, hear, yeah, man. sorry to hear about the passing of your brother, man. Yeah, man. You know, you understand the science of life is that you gotta come and you gotta go. It's about what you right. do between the A and Z that makes you for immortality. You know, yeah. when brother energy is always around. Yeah, man. I um, I, I uh, recently was uh, introduced to some young brothers out here who are, you know, from the states. Uh, one from Baltimore, and and you know he's a uh, he he's been studying the supreme mathematics by himself because he didn't have any uh you know older god bodies to to really direct him. So he he has mm-hmm. you know he don't know the the cosmic facts or whatever, but but he's been studying and uh, because he's younger, you know he wasn't he wasn't really 
uh, privy to a lot of the music that came out that was heavily influenced by, uh, you know, uh, the Nation of the Gods and the Earth. And I put him on to mm -hmm. uh, that first Signs of Life album uh, or uh, several Signs of Life albums and some of your music. And it, it really spoke to him. And it just kind of reminded me how, uh, you know, that music lives on. And, and it's how, as you were saying earlier, that it's important to kind of uh, add education into into your lyrics. Oh, yeah, man. Peace, peace to y'all. Yo, peace. That's what's up, man. I mean, hearing that means our job has been done on even on that side of the globe. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all you do. You know, at least for me, I'm, I, you know, me, me and Sai talk about this all the time, man. We talk about the responsibility, you know, responding to our abilities, truly, and also understanding that we are the now modern-day jazz musicians, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really got to treat it like that. You really gotta, you know, that's how it is. I mean, you literally, you know, collaborate with the greats at any given time, you know? Like, you might have a Clifford Brown and the Max Roach album, you know, right? They did, mm -hmm. you know, so many different works together. And you might have, a, you know, it could be me and Planet Asia, it could be Psy and, and Guru, like, you know, had an old one, or Psy and AG or, Anybody, you know, it, it, it's, it's just like that, man. When the opportunity appears, you have to, you know, understand that it's may, it may not be right for now. It may be for later on. Like, you know, certain jazz records have survived 60, 60 plus years, 50 years. And they have a tremendous effect on today, you know, if you're, if you're into it. So as long as it's available, as long as it's there, that's the key. Is it available? Is it there? Did you create it? Hanging on the wall, keep moving, leave your legacy. Mm -hmm. So young brothers like you was talking about from Baltimore, you know, he could pick it up. You know what I'm saying? We may be his jazz head. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's how I look at it. That's that's the benefit for me. Yeah, man. Peace to uh, MJ the Sensei. You know, he's following the tradition and it's important to him. He called himself MJ the Sensei because, you know, you already know the vibes right there. So it's a it's a strange thing how uh, hip hop culture, um, well, what they call hip hop and, and what passes as uh, the mainstream's idea of hip hop culture is often considered a, a uh, like a youth culture. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like uh, mm -hmm. they're, they're very quick to they're very quick to dismiss past works. And a lot of times hip art in hip hop culture is not seen as art. It's seen as a fad, a passing product. But, you know, people who are within hip hop culture and really functioning as participants within that culture. I mean, we still listen to the classics. We listen to the modern day joints. So. So, yeah, man, the, the real jazz heads know. Yeah, man. I mean, you got And I think one of the things about what's so beautiful about this culture, you know, it translates and transcends all types of barriers. And, you know, I think we were, one of the things I remember about being on tour over there, that's, you know, that's added on to what you were just building about was that, I think we was at heavy, heavy six zero over there. Mm -hmm. um, is that Nakano? I think that's over there? Yeah. Is that Osaka? Right. No, yeah, that's Nakano. Yeah, that's, that's in Tokyo. Uh, so, you know, just getting on stage and there's a few people in there that didn't really speak English and I didn't speak Japanese, but they, you know, they both spoke hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And it was dope to see that. You know what I mean? It was dope to see that. And we just got to understand that this culture is 
is is is ours. It's not a corporation's culture. It's, it's the people culture. And as long as we keep it and don't allow them to age us, you know, or dictate what's hot and what's not, you know, if it sounds and feels good and looks good, then it's, it's good for you. If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not, you know? Mm, indeed. I wonder if you could speak a little bit more more to that, you know, in, in a lot of the uh, modern day discourse in both casual and academic circles, there's a lot of discussion about cultural appropriation. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, here, one of the a, a dominant string between from some people is that the Japanese people who are participating in hip hop culture, um, they owe a debt of gratitude and need to be vocal about, you know, Black Lives Matter and um, and that they're they're uh, not not really of the culture, but but, you know, guests in the house of the culture. I, I wonder if you could speak mm-hmm. to. Uh, that that cultural tide and, and share your opinion on uh, hip hop being uh, allowed to uh, spread across the globe outside of black and brown cultures from you know New York. But that's 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 what it's always been anyway for anything from mm-hmm. our people. You know what I'm saying? Like we are the creators. You know what I'm saying? We are the originators. So. When 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 saying that, I don't say that as an egotistical point of view. I say that as a fact. Anything that we create, it, it rules the world. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that we do, it, it becomes, you know, even out of the most disdain and hard, hardship perspectives, we still make light into the situation. Um, I think that music itself and, and hip-hop music itself, it belongs to the world. No one person can hold it and say this is the way it has to be it's not like that that's the beauty of it it's swift and interchangeable you know what i'm saying like so what is what is what is a bible on this side is the quran on that side you know what i mean meaning that so Nas is or or let's let's, let's take over before Nas. let's say you know let's say rakim is the is the alpha right but in oakland too short is the alpha you know what I'm saying? And then you go to, you go to, you go a little bit further up to the valley, E-40 is alpha. MC Breeze alpha in Michigan. You know, that's their route. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, but it still, it still originates from the original concrete. It just spreads and it migrates. And it's like anything else that we've ever done. You may walk from Africa to wherever and, and through migration, the features may change or, you know what I'm saying? Or, Mm-hmm. you adapt to the area and the sciences. So I think that, yes, there are certain people that are guests in the house of hip hop, but those guests in the house of hip hop should be treated just as, as great as the founders. Like, because through the guests, like anybody that comes to your house, right? You may rule your household a certain way or have a certain way that your household's ran. A guest comes in and sees something they love. I'm like, wow, I didn't, I didn't even think about it like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about putting my dishes on on that side of the sink. <laughs> Let me take that back to where I'm from and show people that. You know what I mean? But I might just do it a different way. So I, that's the way I see it. You're a guest in the house, but you take 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 the great with you. You know, be who you are, but take someone that's with you and put it on that side. That's how you keep spreading and just give homage to where it come from. Not just like oh, it started in New York, but like yo, I learned this hip hop from this brother over here and. Kentucky, whatever you at, and he taught me this. It's like supreme mathematics, like where you get it at. 
yes, the father is taught, taught in, in, in New York, right? But brothers got knowledge of themselves all over the globe. It's about spreading the word. Each one teach one for real, especially with this culture. Yeah, man, I share the same sentiment. It's, uh, you know, these days, uh, more and more people are paying attention to the social conditions and hierarchies and structures uh, of power. Um, and and it's, it's dope to see. Uh, I know, I know, you know, you're a God body. How has it been uh, navigating this new political climate is, uh, is God body? Um, it's the same. I mean, it's never, ne I mean, these are the things that we've spoken about in our music in Day Uno. These are the information we was reading from the, from the rip. These are things that we taught that was coming and were forewarned from all the great teachers, whether it be Noble Drew Ali, whether it be the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, whether it be Dr. Malachi York, whether it be, you know what I'm saying, Nikki Giovanni, it, it, just the story, the plight of what's been happening to our people for centuries and years is happening to the world now. So now it's a, you know what I'm saying? Now it's a recession or now it's a pandemic. We've learned to survive in the worst climates and that's what we're doing. So it really hasn't, the only, the, let me think, I think the only way it's changed or had an effect on me is that, um, is that things that I've always talked about, and we've always talked about, People will come, yo, you was talking about this, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you told this about in 94, 90, 90, 89, like, yeah. But it's not, not, it's not a braggadocious perspective. It's just like, right. Yeah, it's, it's happening. It's ha right. now, what are you right. doing it, you know? So that's about it, me. Yeah, yo, um, I don't know if you, are you familiar with um, I Self Divine, uh, formerly the Micronauts? Hmm. Where they from, Lord? Uh, I think originally he was from he was from uh, Minneapolis, and then he was out in Atlanta. His his first album came out, I want to say, through Fat Beats, or no, he came out through um, Subverse, uh, Subverse, and um, you know they came out with an album called Obelisk Movements about 20 years ago, and I've been writing a little bit of a retrospective about it, and just noticing how a lot of those themes that he was discussing. You know, black militancy. Uh, there's lines in there to introduce me to the idea that in order to be racist, you have to have power so black folks cannot be racist. Um, and so, like, a lot of those things are, are themes that I have been studying and learning about in my growth 20 years ago. And, and now they're making mm -hmm. it to the forefront of political discourse and social discourse. And it's interesting to see because. You know, people, woke, woke culture as a term and as a hashtag now is so dominant. And it's like, yo, I, I've, I've, I've never been, you know, sleepy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I've, been, I've been studying these like, things since I, was, since I was a teen. And, and it's, it's good to see them coming up. But at the same time, there's also kind of, uh, there, there's some things that are, are not as compatible about, uh, you know, the 5% theology with a lot of, uh, the more progressive leftist uh thinking uh intersectionality and and you see you see it come across like you know lord jamar is very opinionated about you know homosexuality and that thing that is not so congruent with uh some of the ideas of wokeness so there's you know uh, hotep hotepism has been turned into like a derogatory statement 
to some degree mm-hmm. these days. You know what I mean? So it, yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. I was just curious if you had encountered any of that. I don't I don't really need us to take a, a political deep dive or anything, but but it's interesting navigating nowadays, man. Absolutely. I mean, it, what, and I'll just add on without going further about that. One thing about the the conscious terminology and the whole tep terminology. One thing about all of that, you know, it's become trendy, right? All that's to be, quote-unquote, woke, whatever they say it is, right? To be woke. But the thing about truth and the truth being trendy, once you learn the truth, that eye is open, you can't can't turn back. Once you understand what's going on, it affects you. So it's great that it's trendy because a lot of people are really going to have to, you know, you just can't be an online philosopher or online activist. Once you really... Mm -hmm start saying things and people start you know and you start holding yourself accountable and others hold you accountable for what you're supposedly doing or saying the truth that trendy truth turns into you know the truth doesn't change five minutes or 15 years from now or a thousand years it's going to be the same truth so it's a good thing that has happened that's the way i see it word yo um this year has been like wild like uh, it's been a crazy ass year, and I know you've had to change mm-hmm. some of your plans. Uh, what what are some um some adaptations that some moves that you've made to you know uh keep going through this instead of you know the original plans you had to travel and tour and all that. What what are some some moves that you've been making and some moves that you think you'll continue to make going on into the next year? Um, diversifying, you know, being swift and interchangeable is the key, you know. Uh, so one of the things I've done, I started. Uh, well, I've had it, you know, before the pandemic really came, but I started to uh, uh, have my label. I have a cosmetics company called Noetic Cosmetics. That's noetic-cosmetics.com is the website. And that company is is an all-natural, uh, there's all-natural body butters and beard oils, body washes. And with that, you know, that's just for, you know, there's no chemicals in that whatsoever. Um, started that with a partner of mine. We got that off the ground. Um, musically, I've just focused on actually slowing down and the creative process is better. That's the way I'm navigating because before this was going down, you always, you know, you're always on the go. And here now, you have time to take, you know, you can really sit down, you know, register your song. So I, you know, I schedule days for things. Like, so Mondays will be media Monday, but I'm just registering all my songs and make sure my publishing is correct. You know, and Wednesday I'm doing this or, Thursday, this is this. You just have to give yourself a schedule. Like he, and now you can. There's no such thing as like, I don't have time to do it because you have all the time in the planet to do it now. So just finish it. You know, it's about your dedication and how you are going to uh, see yourself and visualize yourself moving forward. It's a lot of time to. It's a lot of time to contemplate those type of moves and take some time to, to look at yourself and figure things out, man. That's that's one of the Absolutely. benefits that I've had this year. It's impeded my my progress only in a few ways and, and allowed me to excel in others. So, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fact. That's real. 
Word. Um, I've actually got to, I've got to be taking off uh, soon, brothers. It's, it's morning time. I got to get my daughter up and and, and start <laughs> figuring out uh, what to do with her. Uh, I, I do have a, another question, and, and this is in regards of. Uh, well, first, I want to give a shout out to Insomniac Magazine. Uh, you know, I follow I follow them, uh, and and they're always really good for putting out. Uh, you know the the roots, the 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 cats who are closest to hip hop culture, and sharing the independent cats who are making moves. And I always see them share uh, your work. So shout out to Insomniac Magazine. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and I had another question, man, because I I got a uh, I got a cat that Lady and I rock with over here, and he's um, usually on his way from either staying here in in Tokyo and building. And bringing artists out here like the Snow Goons or um, Elder Sensei and uh, Sky Zoo, but he's also in New Jersey a lot. And he's a he's a Japanese cat, but you know he's been studying he's been studying the Supreme Mathematics for a whole minute. And it occurred to me um, that I had never really seen you guys interact before. And when I asked him, I asked him if it, if he knew who you were, and he was uh, he was unfamiliar. But man, I would love to see y'all collaborate. I, have you ever heard of uh, Omen Four Four? No, I haven't. Okay, I have not. I mean, he's he's a Japanese a Japanese MC, and you know he be I, he shoots his videos at like Temple Number Seven, and yeah, you know he he's on it. So uh, man, I, I I probably should endeavor to try to connect y'all because I think that it you know he he also That'd brings artists out here for tours. So I, I would like to see that build. But, yeah, I would appreciate yeah. that definitely, man. I definitely want to get with. Him. Uh, I'll uh, I'll make myself a note to to make to to get that to happen somehow. But uh, uh, one Appreciate more question it. before I gotta go, and then I'll let late you know take the reins. Uh, I was curious, uh, what artists have you been listening to right now? Have you been listening to any contemporary hip hop acts like Griselda or like, who's in the headphones? Um, right now, <laughs> yes, Griselda, of course. Um, they're dope. Uh. Um, I checked out Black Thoughts, new stuff. So let's just take the last couple, last twenty something days. It's been uh, Black Thoughts, new joint, Griselda, Willie the Kid, Rock, um, Psy Rock, mm. Star. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that's been fresh in my time, like I can listen to, I've been listening to it, but. I, you know, I, I I dip in, I listen to something, then I dip out. Mm. Stay on my own grind, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely, I'm a fan of the culture as well as a contributor. So, yeah, I'm listening to that right now. You you said star. You're talking about uh, uh, the queen from from Atlanta, right? You have her on a on a record too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yep. In fact, that that Obelisk Movements album that I was talking about from myself Divine, uh, I think she's mm-hmm. featured on a track on that too, and that. Yeah, She's 20 years old so shout out to her for for doing it also uh, man that style rock album is so fire uh yeah yeah man that that's yeah. crazy that style rock album is dope yeah yeah and uh yeah that's dope well um i gotta i gotta step out late i'm uh, sorry i gotta i gotta leave but um i want to say peace to you god body thank you for doing everything that you do uh, for the culture and and for your music and uh, you know undoubtedly when you make it back to Japan hopefully sooner than later we'll we'll sit down face to face and have a build again. Yes, sir. That's important. Well, you get your health right, man. Take care of yourself and your family, G. And we'll uh, uh we'll thank build. You. All right. All right.
I love y'all brothers, peace. man. Y'all take care. Late, I'll get with you soon, man. Where yeah, peace, mega. Peace. Stay up. Hope you feel better. Thank you. Yo, Elo. Yeah, I'm still here, brother. All right, word. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna hold you much longer. Uh, I I just want to ask you about uh, so, what's what's next going on? I know you said you got a, uh, the fly, uh, Emperor Three, also, beginning to be loaded up into the chamber. But, um, what's some next moves that we can look forward to? Um. So right now I am. Uh, we just finished a couple projects for 2021. That's, that's ready to go. One of them I did a, a project with Roz Beats. He's from uh, Queens, New York, originally from uh, Denmark. Hmm. Um, Copenhagen, I believe. You know. Word. And uh, we got some, we got some things. Yeah, the whole project that's finished, ready for releasing that in February, and then uh, releasing Clark Connoisseurs too with my man Supreme Cerebral uh, from California. That's coming out in May. But before all that, like for, so to the end of the cycle, we are just releasing a lot of Lucy's I had in the vault to songs that are just there. And I don't plan to you know, put it on a project and I'm just going to, you know, just let them out. So releasing them on, uh, through my record company, uh, digitally to, uh, you know, maybe a band camp, one, maybe a YouTube, but we just consistently put music out songs, you know, the songs to the end of the quarter so I could, you know, just clean my vault out and just have a great fresh creative process. Okay, word. Um, yeah, man, I guess, uh, I want, I want to ask about when the next time you think you'll be able to head over to Japan, but I know a lot of that is dependent on things out of all of our control. The world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, it's uh, up to me. I'll be over there tonight, but I can't. Word, word. I wish I could, man. Understood. Bet then, man. Yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up here then. Uh, do you have any final things that you'd like to say? Um, First of all, thank you for your time, man. Thank you for the platform. No doubt. Um, you know, Omega, my dude, I hope everybody, you know, you guys are both doing good. Um... I want to uh, say, you know, my music is, is is available for the world, man. Just go to elokush.com, sign up for the mailing list, check out what's coming out new, what's there, what you haven't seen. That's E-L-O-H-K-U-S-H.com. Check the merch. We got the Fly Emperor uh, hoodies, um, Fly Emperor 2 hoodies. We got the Ichiban Elo t-shirts and hoodies there as well for people. So, and we do ship international, so... Just uh, go on the site, cop a hoodie, cop a shirt, mm-hmm. support the effort, man, and uh, you know, keep living, man. And everybody, I hope everybody stays up and maintains. Bet. Well, we're, well, I guess uh, one final question. Uh, mm-hmm. How is it out in New York right now? I know that earlier in the year uh, it was hit kind of heavy, but how is it? where you are at the moment uh, are your peoples and everybody good yeah yeah everyone's good you know um everyone's good in adapting and adjusting to what we've always you know some type of pressure or, or, or whatever is going on it's different because 
you know, it's like an unseen enemy, you know, like, you don't know. So you have to literally wear gloves, touching doors and masks and stuff like that. But a lot of people aren't. A lot of people are. Um, also, also, it's just like, you know, getting through the day is different, you know what I'm saying? Because things are shutting down really quick, early. Um, it's getting darker out here faster. Right. So, you know, like, so it's just, it's just, it's just an adjustment. It, but it's a life adjustment. You know, you can't think about what was before. This is the noun. This is the norm. Mm-hmm. So you just have to either swim or drown, you know? That is very true. Straight up. Where, man? Well, yo, shout out to the god Buddha Monk, of course. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Lil Sai. And thank you so much, Elo Kush. It's uh, good to talk to you again. I've been seeing you a lot. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, my Spotify be throwing up artists yeah, man. that uh, I listen to, and you pop up every now and then. So, yeah, it's good to chop it up with you again. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Hope everything is great for you. Yeah, man. We uh, like you said, we all working through it, adapting. The gods are agile. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yo, well. Signing off, yo, y'all go cop that Fly Emperor 2, elokush.com. Peace. Peace.